In her article, Don't We Hurt Like You, writer Nyasha Jr. explores the lack of portrayals of African-American women and mental health on TV and in film. Drawing on examples ranging from girls to homeland, Nyasha writes, The lack of images of African-American women with mental illness, combined with the myth of the strong black woman, contributes to the mistaken notion of mental health issues as a white girl thing, and compounds their stigma among African-American women. Here Nayasha talks with Bitch Editor-in-Chief Shirsten Johnson about these issues and her article in Bitch's Summer Blue Issue. What, what made you want to write the article in the first place? What was the impetus behind it? The impetus behind writing the piece came from seeing the contributor guidelines. And the theme was blue. And immediately I associated blue with depression. And I thought about a number of women I know, especially black women, um, who struggle with depression and mental health issues. Can you talk more about the pop culture angle with that and how um, how that impacts black women and mental health and even go into what you spoke about in your piece? So pop in pop culture, we don't see black women very well represented. Um, so in television and film, we often just don't see black female characters. And when we do, they're often stereotypes. So we see uh, the Jezebel, the sassy black friend, um, the mammy character, and, and other stereotypes like that. In contrast, white women are often represented with a, a full spectrum. So we see wives, mothers, girlfriends, gay street, CEOs, writers, um, any number of things. And we also see white women characters with mental illness or, or even seeking therapy. Um, we don't see black women in that same range. So for example, on uh, scandal with Olivia Pope, she's cool, she's calm, she's collected. Um, and portrayals of black women like that, while they can be extremely popular, can also contribute to the myth of the strong black woman. So the lack of portrayal of black women and also the very limited portrayals of particular roles of black women can make it difficult for some black women to acknowledge their very real and very normal symptoms of depression or other mental illness. It's interesting because we have another piece in the issue that's about postpartum depression. And there were some interesting overlaps there where it's like, if you don't see yourself represented, then you begin, you think that there's something wrong with you or that it's not a big deal. And it's only when we get to see these these issues reflected back to us in pop culture that we can do something about it or, or start to say, it's okay that I feel this way. Um, so that was an interesting overlap. Maybe that wasn't a question. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but it does... It, it seems like those are completely different things, but they're really not because seeing yourself reflected matters. And so just as the author mentioned in terms of postpartum depression on screen, um, when you see only women who are getting uh, push presents and going on retreats and getting their um, six-pack abs back, <laughs> if you're the one at home, 
with a crying baby suffering with postpartum depression, you're thinking it must be me. Mm-hmm. So they must be the normal ones and I must be the abnormal one. So it's, it's a similar issue with the portrayal of black women. Not seeing yourself makes you question, maybe I'm the one who's abnormal. Right. Um, can you talk about the impact that racism and sexism or everyday microaggressions have on mental health and like what that relationship is like? Racism, sexism, uh, other factors have a huge impact on mental health. Um, There are very few mental health providers who are black and many patients express a desire for uh, same race, same ethnicity clinicians. Um, So first there's just the access isn't there. And then also it affects people in that sometimes clinicians are not culturally competent. Um, So as I mentioned in the piece, Dr. Hudson Banks at St. Louis University was talking about how depression presents differently in black women. So clinicians who are not familiar with the different ways that particular things might affect particular populations um, may end up diagnosing patients very differently depending on race. So especially for black women, um, sometimes depression may present itself in form in the form of overactivity or busyness. Um, and so a, a white, a similar white woman may present at her doctor's office saying, I think I'm depressed. My friend is taking XYZ drug. I was thinking about that. Um, may come in in a certain way that a clinician is familiar with. A black woman may show up. She hasn't been crying. She's still been going to work. She's still been doing everything that she's been doing. Um, And it may not sound to a clinician like this is depression. Mm -hmm. So even um, someone who's struggling may have difficulty finding the right person to understand what she's going through and provide her with the right diagnosis and treatment. Hmm. Well, I was wondering, you have a background in religion, and I was wondering if that informed this piece at all or how you approached it, or um, even if there's an overlap that you see with um, religion and mental health. Yes, I teach in the department religion at Temple, but it was more my personal experience um, of church that informed my work on this piece. And I know that among black women in particular, there's a huge stigma against seeking help. And a lot of times women, especially those who are part of faith communities, may feel that you can just um, pray it away or just be stronger in your faith. In fact, um, Dr. Walker Barnes has a wonderful phrase that she uses in her book, Too Heavy a Yoke. And she says, sometimes black women are walking with broken feet. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a a really wonderful way of expressing the ways in which for too many black women, things can be going horribly wrong in their lives, but they just keep going. Um, You ignore problems, you blame yourself, you think you should be stronger, and you keep walking, although you have broken feet. So there's a serious problem, but you just keep going. And I see that a lot of times, especially with uh, black women of faith. Mm. 
Well, um, if you could share anything that you've seen recently, whether it's on screen or anecdotally, that that help, makes you think that the the tide is beginning to shift in either representations of Black women and mental illness, or um, with Black women being able to talk about mental health uh, better than they used to. One indicator that things might be shifting a little bit towards the positive would be, surprisingly, the Black women that we see in reality television who have sometimes made visits to therapists. So I'm thinking in particular of uh, Braxton Family Values, which has Tony Braxton and her sisters and family. And they have Uh, in various episodes, gone to see a mental health counselor who is a Black woman, Dr. Sherry. So I think that seeing those, um, seeing a Black woman therapist, seeing Black women going to therapy, making an appointment, even if it's a reality show, it's at least a small indicator that maybe the tide may be shifting a little bit and may give someone the impetus that that they need in order to at least just schedule a visit. I'll make you men treat us women like you do. I'll make you men treat us women like you do. That was writer Nyasha Jr. talking with Bitch Magazine editor-in-chief Shirsten Johnson. You can read her amazing article, Don't We Hurt Like You, in Bitch's summer blue issue. Don't be a letter, if nothing but